Have you ever experienced something so crippling in your life that has made you feel broken? I have. Are you someone who has a giving heart but is struggling to feel good themselves? Are you consistently putting your needs aside to take care of everyone else? If so, you're not alone. Giving starts with giving to yourself so that you are able to give of yourself to other people. Isn't it time you took back control and discovered what makes you tick? Join me in my journey and find out how you can feel better about yourself, live your best life, and share that with others. Thinking of yourself, it doesn't make you selfish. It makes you brave. I'm Nelia, and this is the Giving Starts With You podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Giving Starts With You podcast. I'm your host, Nelia Hutt. Today we celebrate the 100th episode of my podcast, Giving Starts With You. Wow, I've got a lot of things I want to talk about today. Um, First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for celebrating the 100th episode today with me. It started in June of 2020, and here we are, 2021, October. And yeah, I've recorded, I've had 100 guests on the show. I've recorded six bonus episodes and some solo episodes And I'm so happy to have uh, been able to share those with you. Today, I want to speak to you about some things that have been on my mind and talk to you a little bit about, you know, why the show, um, why the show even exists. So for all of you out there, um, self-doubters who think that you're not good enough, that you're not good looking enough, that you're not smart enough or witty or funny enough. Um, You may think that you're not thin enough or talented enough or cool enough or tall enough or that your teeth are straight enough, whatever it is. I want you to know that I get it. For years, I lived my life thinking that all of these very things about myself were true. During those times, I believed those thoughts a hundred percent of the time. Not because they were true, but because I perceived them to be true. Our perception can really change everything, can it? Years later, um, I tried to understand why and how I began to believe those things about me in the first place. Why did I think I wasn't good enough? Why did I think I was, you know, ugly or didn't do things well or weren't, you know, I wasn't talented or any of those things. Where did that all come from anyway? So if you're listening today, I'm wondering if I'm hoping that you'll be able to resonate with this. I realized that although I was told I was pretty enough by other people, that I was smart enough, that I was just enough all the way around, I was never taught or heard from other people that it was okay to actually believe what they were saying. So just to be a little clearer with that, I was taught growing up to praise other people, to give compliments because it made others feel good. But I was never told it was okay to accept and receive compliments. And this is a problem. Um, I was taught or shown, like for example, how freeing it would feel to regard myself as special or enough. So I was always taught 
that it was polite and that it would make other people feel happy to tell them, you know, you know, you're pretty enough, or I really like the way you do this, or you make me feel special. But yet when people said it to me, I hesitated. I hesitated to believe it. You know, that I wasn't helping myself with that at all. This is such a disservice to me as it is to whoever thinks that way. Um, as I began to reject the compliments and praises that people told me, I just believed them to be ingenuous, I guess. And I didn't really believe that they were real. These compliments, these positive things that people had to say about me. I just didn't believe them. I thought maybe they were just trying to be nice and didn't, they weren't really coming from a, you know, an honest place. But what I realized was when we don't love ourselves, why should other people love us? Are we really giving people a true inside view of who we are? You know, if we don't love ourselves, what are we saying to other people about our worth? If you can't love yourself, how can we possibly learn how to love somebody else? You know, I was just thinking when we learn how to be patient, when we learn how to receive, in addition to giving, because you know I always talk about giving, then we open up this whole new and beautiful world. And I think we all deserve a chance at that. When we're more accepting, more kind, more loving, even forgiving, and more genuine with ourselves, with our own bodies and our own souls and who we are, we start to open up and be more genuine and more loving and more forgiving with the world and people around us too. And this is so important. Um, this is why I decided to start this podcast. I figured if I had been struggling for so many years to learn how to receive compliments, to believe the positive things that people were saying about me, um, to be happy with who I was, then it was possible that other people were feeling just as miserable, it was possible that other pe people were feeling the same. If I was waking up in the morning and criticizing so many parts of myself when I looked in the mirror, then maybe others were doing it too. What I've realized is that we all have struggles, things that break us, things that make us question who we are, um, how we want to live and what we're doing here anyway. Like, what's the point? But once you learn to love yourself and forgive yourself, we all need to forgive ourselves, be kind to ourselves and realize that we do what we can at the moment. If we knew better, we would do better. Not to be so hard on ourselves every day. Then the world will open up and you will see others in a whole new way and a whole new light as well. You know, since the very, very first episode on my podcast back in June of last year, the show has been all about shining a light on adversity, on commonalities and struggles that we face as human beings. I have had people on from Singapore to Canada to the United States, Australia, Europe, South America, and my guests have all opened their hearts to share their pains, their traumas their struggles, their addictions. They have also bravely and openly shared their journeys, their journeys of recovery, how they got back to themselves, how they were able to 
to forgive some of their um, attackers or how they began, began to forgive themselves. You know, they learned and they taught through their interviews with me how to heal and they've accepted. And sometimes even, you know, I don't know, I think forgiveness is the, is the hardest one. And sometimes I've even forgiven the people who have hurt them. One thing all my guests have had in common for every single person that I have interviewed is that sharing their story, sharing their experience, the tools they used, the strategies and the coping mechanisms has helped them all set themselves free from the pain, from the self-hate, self-doubt, and helping them think of themselves as thrivers and survivors rather than victims. This is absolutely huge. You know, when I interview some of these people and um, they just open up their hearts, it really, it opens up my heart because it's not easy to come on a podcast and share your most intimate details of your life. It is not easy to be vulnerable But why do they do it? They do it because they know that they can help other people through their pain, through their stories. And I have 100% respect for every single person that I have interviewed. And I'm not just saying that, you know, I haven't had anybody on the show that I haven't connected with. I haven't had anybody on the show has who has been um, less than 100% genuine with me. So thank you so much. I would say that 100% of my guests that I've had, the 100 people that I've had on, are living more authentically and more powerfully and have taken what has happened to them and are now helping others with those very same things. I mean, how fabulous is that? Things that they learned in going through their experiences. And why do they do this? Yes, they do it for themselves. Telling our stories does help us heal and move forward but they do it for the listeners. They do it for you listening at home or listening in your car in hopes that something they say will help you. Some, you know, one, even if it's just one small thing that they say will help you and open up your mind to think, hey, you know, I'm not alone in this. There are other people out there. And that is what this show is about. But one thing that every single guest has in common is that they didn't do it alone. Everyone needs a community. Everyone needs that one person to recognize that they need help. They need that one person to reach out to them and say, I'm here for you. I see that you're struggling. How can I help you? So why am I telling you all this? I'm telling you all of this because before I started the show, I too had um, self-doubt, self-hate. Um, thought I wasn't good enough, had feelings of why would people want to listen to me if I start a podcast? You know, what, what do I have to offer? But starting this podcast has been one of the most amazing experiences. I have been able to provide through this podcast, a platform for people to come and share their journeys. And in some cases, the podcast has allowed guests to come to share their stories for the very first time. You know, and a few of my guests have come to me and said, thank you. Thank you for allowing me a safe place to come and tell my story for the first time. And since I was able to share my story with you, with your audience, it has changed 
the way I look at certain things. You know, they have now written books. They are now speaking out about and advocating for themselves and for others in the same situations. This is more than what I expected. And so I am so grateful that this has happened. There is no need to be quiet um, and hide all these things about us. We need to shout these things from the rooftops. We need to um, find the strength and the bravery. And I respect that so much. Each and every one of you have come on here to do that. Um, you are helping the listeners. You are helping yourself and you're helping me. I have learned so much from all of you. It means so much that you have trusted me in this show and have come and shared and shared. I'm sure it wasn't easy. And uh, thank you for your ongoing support, for your openness and for your bravery. And to my audience, I just wanted to say thank you. I listened to a podcast once that really, really helped me in my mental health. And, you know, I always say that even if you're not ready to speak to someone about whatever it is you're going through, um, that was me at one time, I would just pop in you know, earbuds into my ears. And I would listen to a podcast or two that would help me, whether it was talking about um, self-love or whether it was talking about suicidal thoughts or or whatever it was um, that was helping me at the moment. I was able to hide when I wasn't comfortable telling other people and just put the earbuds in, turn up the audio and listen. No one needed to know what I was listening to. No one needed to know what I was feeling until I was ready. So a podcast really helped me. Doesn't mean that you have to go through it on your own. And I'm hoping that it doesn't mean that you have to go through it on your own. If you're at the part of your journey where you're not comfortable talking to other people, but that these stories help you, that you can also just pop in your headphones and on the go, turn on this podcast and something will come across the audio waves that will help you, will help you that day, you know, one day at a time. Reach out, reach out if you have questions, reach out if you need support. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And I hope that it has left you a little bit less lonely, knowing that you're definitely not the only one who's felt these things, who's felt invisible, who's felt ignored, and who's struggled to be happy with who they are. It's so important that you realize that giving does start with you. I hope that this podcast has helped you in your journey by navigating through your own life. I hope that it has opened your mind, perhaps, to thinking in a different way or to possibly seeing you know, the, the positiveness in your life and seeing the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I wanted to say thank you today. And I wanted to just let you know why I think um, giving starts with you is so important. It's important to start taking time for yourself before you feel the need to. For example, sometimes we wait so long um, and we feel burnout before we say, okay, I really need to um, get away or I need to take better care of myself or get more sleep before we feel that urgent need to do so. In the last few days before I'm I'm recording this episode, 
decided I needed a few days away and it was the best thing that I had done in a long time. And I too sometimes need to be reminded in the day-to-day and busyness that not to wait too long. Self-care doesn't only mean relaxing and meditation and all of these things that people associate with it. It can also mean just seeking medical attention if you need medical attention. It means eating better and keeping hydrated and going to bed earlier and laughing more and expressing gratitude and enjoying a new hobby, you know, just discovering a new hobby or just getting better at it. Anything that promotes health and happiness is self-love. And if we don't start with ourselves, you know, we can't impact others the way that we want. And you might be thinking, well, this sounds a bit, you know, corny or whatever. Who needs self-care anyways? Well, we all do, you know. Um, And how do you recognize when you need it? You know, take a step back, ask yourself how you're feeling. You know, quite often a lot of us ask or we say, hi, how are you? And we don't really listen to the the answer. Um, Sometimes I had someone I know ask, hi, how are you? And... You know, I said, well, terrible. And they said, oh, that's good. Because they didn't even hear the response. So first of all, don't ask if you're not willing to hear someone's response and really listen. Don't do it just because it's automatic. It's a habit. It's something that people do. Only ask if you really want to know. We all need to learn how to recognize when we need self-care. And when do we need it? As often as we can get it. So take a step back and ask yourself, how are you really feeling? And don't give yourself the short answer, you know, really feel your feelings, feel everything that you need to feel. Self-care is more about what you do in that few minutes that you have than having a long time. You know, most of us don't have hours to dedicate a day (laughs) to self-care. We have other things we need to get done. We have children, we have jobs, we have, uh, you know, aging parents, we have ourselves, we have our health, we have to clean the house, we have to do errands. There's so many things in life that need to be taken care of. And sometimes we don't have that time. But it's what you do in the time that you have. So even if you can dedicate 15 minutes a day for a week. Try that. And you will realize in the second weeks, perhaps that you will just find more time because you enjoyed it so much. You know, self-care can really prevent disease. It can help maintain health. It can help us manage with anxiety and stress better. It gives our bodies and our minds a different focus. And it unloads the heaviness, like everyday schedule. I know sometimes the everyday schedule can get heavy. But more and more people, you know, are feeling lonelier and unable to unwind, slow down, which creates more anxiety, chronic fatigue, depression, anxiety, overwhelm, all these things that I believe can be managed through self-care. I just want you guys to know that the Giving Starts With You podcast is here. We're here to make you feel less lonely. We're here here to answer questions that you might have. We're here to bring the guests that will help you the most. So please, um, you know, just, just to let you know, getting honest comments, whether you're enjoying the show or not, 
whether you have complaints or compliments. It helps me to understand how we can make the show better. Um, I am here for you. Um, I'm not doing this for me, although I do learn from the guests as well. I am doing this for you. I'm doing this with hopes that someone on the show will connect with you and that you will able to um, live your life better and, and feel that you're not alone, you know. I just want people to feel that someone gets it. I want you to feel seen. I want you to feel validated because I didn't always feel that way. And so it's so important to me, honestly. Um, so please reach out to me. I'm an ordinary person just like you uh, with big dreams <laughs> and help me by letting me know what you would like to see on the show more, what you would like to hear more about. This 100th episode today was made possible by you. For those of you who are listening who would like to start um, a simple um, but fun way to start the self-care process, I've created a coloring book. It's called the I Deserve a Break Coloring Book. It, um, it's something you can do in a 15-minute um, time slot. So we can all find 15 minutes. Um, coloring can be very therapeutic. It can be fun. It can just be so relaxing. So um, yeah, if you want a copy of the ultimate how to take a break um, coloring book, please just email me at info at travellivegive.com or you can simply go to my new website. should be available in a couple of weeks. It'll be www.neliahut.com. Thank you again, and thanks for tuning in. Looking forward to episode 101. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe or leave a review. See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.